You're listening to the Side Hustle Gal podcast with your hosts, Danny Fountain and Caitlin Allen. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Side Hustle Gal podcast. I am so excited about our guest today. We have been friends for less than a year, but this girl and I go deep. I'm so excited to introduce you to Josefina Sanders, who is the owner of Love Offering, which is a platform that she uses to communicate love, create art, cultivate community, and celebrate your journey. We are so excited to have you on today. <laughs> I am so excited and nervous. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all, this is her first podcast interview, but you're quickly going to see that she's killing it and has absolutely nothing to be nervous about. So let's just give her some love. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that I've seen your stuff around before Danny even said anything about you so I'm super excited yeah that's awesome (laughs) we are going to ask a few questions just to get to know you a little bit more who would you say if you could pick dinner with anybody in the world living or dead who would you choose to have dinner with oh Michelle Obama Yes. (laughs) Tell me why. Tell me why. (laughs) Okay, this is so crazy, but I was listening to this podcast earlier and the girl was talking about, okay, if you can describe your brand like with one person, who would it be? And she was just saying, like, don't do you don't have to do what she does, but like who would it be? And I'm like, ma'am, Michelle Obama. She's like super smart she don't play and she's fierce and she loves to dance so and she's I have killing to it. it yes so what would you say your source of inspiration is then oh um my inspiration definitely comes from my great-grandmother who lived to be 122 she passed away two no last year and she honestly just lived a full life and died empty like I love how she the last thing she would say to me was hey um I'm just tired of living like I'm I'm ready to go to heaven and I'm like what but then after like when she passed away I'm like you know she like lived her life she was like ready to go because she did everything that she needed to do and she she's done And that's how I want to live my life, inspired by, okay, this is what I want to chase after. This is what I want to do. But when it is my time to leave, like I want to build a legacy where people say, well, she lived so full, she died empty like her. So that's so incredible. Wow. That's 12 decades. Yes. (laughs) Oh, uh, that was pretty deep. So I'm going to ask you a funny question now. What is one of your most embarrassing middle school or high school moments? <laughs> okay, so, so this wasn't in high school or middle school. It was actually when I was dating my husband. And this was like the first time we, we were like going on vacation together. And I was, okay, I was poo shy. So I, I hadn't pooped or fart, <laughs> or farted in front of him. So I would wake up real early to go to the bathroom and like do my business and then shower or whatever. And I clogged the toilet and I clogged it so bad I couldn't flush it. And I had to tell him, (laughs) I had 
to tell him that I clogged the toilet and I needed him to like fix it. It was really embarrassing. That is so funny because so many people can relate to that. So many people can be like, oh my gosh. The push I struggle is real. That's so true. That needs to be a hashtag. Push so I. All right, so I guess let's move kind of into the business aspects. What interpersonal challenges do you have in your business? Okay, so I think my personality, I'm, I'm a feeler. So I'm like, I take things so personally, emotionally, that sometimes I'll like charge something for an item and I'll be like, dang, like, I want to pay that much for it. Like, that's too expensive. So a lot of times I think with my heart and not like business minded. So that's definitely been one of my biggest struggles within that. I feel like that's, that's something that a lot of women entrepreneurs struggle with, pricing ourselves and being comfortable, maybe charging something that we might not pay for, but we know that others will pay for. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, like, it feels good when you charge them and get that money. I just had like my first mirror seating chart. And I was like, first of all, she's purchasing this mirror. And I don't want to charge her all this money. But I reached out to another calligrapher who's from Canada. And she's super good at what she does. And she's super good at pricing. So I asked her like, okay, so like, what are your, like, what are your thoughts and how do you go about pricing? And it's something that she struggles with too. But one thing that stuck out was that she said, you know, like, you need to put a good name on all of us calligraphers. It's not just about how much money we're getting, but the, the thing is that this is an art and you have to like spend a whole lot of time into learning that and to getting materials and like what you're doing and perfecting your craft and finding your voice. So there's so much in that. And it's like, okay, if I'm just going to charge you $20, $20 or an Etsy shop price, just because everyone has that price, like you're not putting us who maybe just have and like a website outside of that, like you're not counting us in as well. And you need to do that. So it's not just about you. It's about all of us as a community of artists. Like, what are you going to charge that person? And I will tell you, when I charged that girl, I was scared. I was like, I don't know if she's really going to pay that much. And when she did, I was like, ooh, I'm going to charge everybody this much. (laughs) Like, she appreciates my craft, and I love that, but... It's like, if I'm going to undercharge just because someone's like, I can't afford it. Well, you're also not like you're investing in so many different things. So like, if I'm undercharging, I'm investing my time, my emotions, my time with like my spouse that I can be using to do something else. I'm spending it, you know, just to charge you 20 bucks for something that's taking a whole lot of time and energy. So Yeah, it's definitely scary charging what you're worth for the first time when you actually are like, I know this is my price point and it's the first time you're going high. It's so scary to take that leap. Mm -hmm. All right, girl, let's dive deep into some business. (laughs) (laughs) 
you are a dreamer. That's the first thing I noticed about you. So tell me what your dream is for our entrepreneurial industry. Man, one of the biggest things that like really has been tugging at my heart has been just the community and like bringing unity um, between different races. And I feel like people of color um, don't have that much don't see that they have much opportunity in the entrepreneurship um, journey field, whatever. And I really want to build a platform that, you know, that they can look at that they can see that they can do it. You know, like we want to, we want to see people that look like us on platforms and not just like in a way of, okay, like, she's doing this, blah, blah, blah. But I want to be able to say like, I can do something like this. And I want to be able to not just do it, but encourage other people to do it too. Because I think so much about leaving a legacy, like my time is going to go where people probably won't remember me, but it's like, okay, like, what do I want to be remembered by that person who extended a helping hand rather than just like, okay, I'm just doing this for myself. Again, I'm an, emo- I'm more emotional, feely kind of business person than businessy. So <laughs> no, that's, that's good. Because it sets yourself apart. You know, it gives you something different that you can stand on. I want to dive into this. Um, The question is, what mistake did you make when you started your business that you want others to know about so they don't make it too? Um, But this is also a great launching off point to talk about you side hustling and the decision to go full time and all of those things. Do you want to walk us through that and maybe some mistakes you made throughout that process? Yes. I mentioned before about like the Etsy prices. I am an Etsy shop owner and I still have my Etsy store. (laughs) And when I first started like the entire calligraphy business, it was just because I was like, hey, my husband and I are about to get married. Let's make some money. What can I do? I can make some cards. So I started off with my Etsy shop. And one of the things that I learned during that time was that although I want to do everything, I cannot do everything. And I'm still learning that. It's so funny because like I can sit here and tell you like this is one of my biggest business fails, but um, this is still something that I'm working on. And I realized that I'm still failing at it because I found myself crashing like a couple weeks ago because I had like a whole bunch of orders and my shipping time was like, oh, I'll give you five to seven days. I can get this done to five to seven days. But then I have 50 orders and I was leaving the country. Like, I can't do this when I'm out of the country. So like the biggest thing is when it comes to shipping, like give yourself grace and extend that time. Like even if that means, okay, I can get this done five to seven days, like do it. 14 to 21 so they can be surprised on like how quick you delivered things so that is definitely one of the things that I struggled with another thing would be prepare yourself if you want to go full-time I honestly wouldn't say it was a mistake because I feel like in the season I've I've been walking through like this was the best decision for me but I wasn't ready to pursue full-time business 
I made the quick decision to do it after my husband and I experienced um, a miscarriage in like February. I had said in January that I really wanted to leave my business. And I mean, I really wanted to leave my job. And I told my husband that. And I said, hey, like, I want to work towards this. Like, I want to save some money and like, do what we need to do so I can pursue this full time, maybe in the fall, maybe like summer-ish, fall-ish. And I ended up leaving my job a month later. So it was definitely not something that I had planned. Um, so I would say definitely have a plan. But at the same time, I'm learning so much with that, like using my time and my funds wisely. Um, because, you know, I wanted to save all this money so I can like invest on some things, but I'm like, dang, like I can't do that no more. Like I don't have no paycheck coming in. So I just got to figure out like, okay, what are the important things that I need to launch out with my business? And what are the things that I'm like, okay, this is a dream. This is a want. So making a list of like, what are those needs that you need for like your business launch? And what are those wants like what are those dreams okay so once these needs are accomplished like let that be let that want be something that you use to like celebrate with yourself on your own journey like okay well for example i have this my first ever um speaking engagement in charleston and my celebration to myself is going to be an ipad because i can definitely use it for my business I can use that thing to letter and not have to pay Photoshop and all that stuff through to do it to do it through my computer. I can just like it'll save me time and it'll be worth the investment. So even those wants, you don't want it to just be, okay, well, I just want to get this for what? Like what do you need it for in your business? So I would say definitely plan ahead and make a list of things that you need and you want for your business before even making any crazy moves with it. Yes, though, nail on the head. I think that that is so spot on. And I think that it also says something that just because you had a plan to like, okay, I'm going to work towards leaving and then I'm going to leave. Like, it's okay to make the leap early if you're ready or if there's a reason that timing is right to do it, you know, mm -hmm. do it, go for it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. One of the so. biggest things that um, my husband said to me before, like we experienced the miscarriage and everything, like I, w I told him, I really want to go full time with my business. And he said to me, uh, Fina, just give your dreams a chance to fail. And mm. it sounds so crazy because it's like, okay, like, dang, you really think I'm going to fail in this? But really what I need is someone to tell me like, take that leap, take that chance, take that risk. And my husband is a risk taker. So I love that about him because he like fuels that up within me. So giving my dreams a chance to fail is saying, hey, like this may not work out, but it's all right. And even having his support in the fact that, you know, I'm, we ain't getting that paycheck no more. It's just you, buddy. <laughs> we just going to figure out what happens with this, with, with this dream, you know? So that was super encouraging throughout the entire thing. But I would also say to our listeners, like give your chance, like give your dreams a chance to fail because you don't really know if they'll succeed or not unless yes. you try that. So why not? 
Oh gosh, I love you so much. This is I love so you too. <laughs> okay, so let's go one more. And I would be curious to see. So you evolved from entrepreneur or from full-time employee to side hustler to entrepreneur to now you're teaching Zumba too. Ah, yes. Um, <laughs> what surprised you or what did you learn about yourself at each click in that change? Man. It's so cool because like, even within like the entrepreneur journey, you learn so much about yourself. So like when I started, I didn't really have a purpose on what I was doing other than like make some money. And then like when I invested into what I was doing, it wasn't just like, okay, I'm just doing this to make money anymore. Like it was more because I was going through like depression when I started taking calligraphy serious. It was my escape. It was my outlet on when I didn't think about what I was going through anymore. It was kind of just like, okay, I'm just creating. So like it helped me kind of just chill out. So what I wanted to do from there was like, okay, I want to introduce people to this. So here was this job that I was just doing to create money. Then I was going through pain and I used that pain and turned it into purpose. So now like there's purpose and you're receiving profit when you're going full time within that. So even within this season of my life, I'm just learning a whole lot about legacy and I'm also learning to take care of myself. You know, like I think that going through the miscarriage really helped me see where I was at. I'm a big dreamer. But at the same time, it's like, even as I dream, I want to take people with me and I don't want to forget the people that I take with me. And I want to continue extending that hand out. You go from doing this just to get money to going through trials of life, to learning how to use those pain and turn it into a purpose within your business to now, okay, leaving a legacy with that legacy. What does that legacy look like? So. Um, it's been a cool journey and I'm learning a whole lot about myself and it's been really cool to like even sit down and think about those tidbits that I've been learning throughout. That was beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Truly so good girl. So good. Well, Josefina, where can we find you on social media? Okay, so if you want to look at my artwork, which actually I'm expanding the platform some, so it won't have a whole lot of artwork. I mean, it'll, it will have artwork, but it'll have a little bit of everything. But that'll be on Love Offering, L-O-V-E-O-F-F-E-R-I-N-G. If you want to just look at me, my dog, and some Zumba moves, you can find me on my regular <laughs> Instagram, Fina Sanders. <laughs> What about your website? Is it it still Love Offering? Yes, it is loveoffering.co because .com was way too expensive. So sometimes you just got to drop some letters. Awesome. Thank you so much, girl. This was amazing. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity and for popping my podcast, Cherry. (laughs) 